Hey folks, and welcome to the latest episode of the Small Tech Podcast by Ifemaya Creative. I'm your host, Raf, and today we're going to be talking about unifying user data. So before we start, what do I mean by user data? That might mean counting the number of pages that someone views on a website, or it could mean the number of screens or which screens they visit in an app. It could also mean the things that they do within an app. So if they submit a form or they interact with some element or whether it's an app or a website, really, or it can be something else tied to a feature. So if someone submitted some audio and it gets processed in the background and that finishes, you might want to track that somewhere uh, so that you can send the user an email about that. And so being able to control how all of that data flows and make sure that it's all well-coordinated is what we're talking about today. How can you unify that data? It's coming from a lot of different places, right? You might want to figure out how someone moves from a landing page to your marketing site, maybe through to a pricing page, and then they start using your app on the web, and then eventually they install the mobile app and they start interacting with that. And you need to know how they are interacting with your ecosystem of technology across all of these different touch points. And you need to know that to send the messages, or maybe it's to make sure that you understand how people come into your app and interact with it so you can improve your product. It can be so many different things. And it can also be for customer support to make sure that they have a full context of what someone's doing so that they can support them. There's so many reasons. So to cover that, you'll need some way to funnel data from all of those touch points. You could build something custom where you submit uh, a request to a server that you've built out just for this purpose that takes something like a user ID and an event name and some metadata about that event and keep that all in a database yourself. But you lose out on a lot of potential functionality if you build it yourself. You could also build that functionality. If you have deep pockets, that might make sense. For most of us in this small tech context, it does not make sense. Uh, that is a lot of stuff to build out. I would recommend using a platform. I think they generally call themselves CDPs, customer data platforms, something along those lines. I am most familiar with one called segment.com. It's pretty neat. Uh, you can install a variety of sources. So you can say that I'm going to funnel data from my API, from my web app, from my marketing site, landing pages. You can even integrate with other platforms. So you can say I'm going to funnel a data from Stripe or a MailChimp and pass that all through Segment. And so it funnels into Segment and then you tell it where you want to spit it out to. I think one thing that every project should do is have some sort of data warehouse. If you're a really tiny app, you can just run a simple database. Segment will allow you to funnel all of that data into Snowflake or Redshift and others. Um, Postgres is nice and easy if you're a small company, small product. If you're a bigger company, bigger product, you can use the other ones. Uh, but that will give you a nice place to take a look at all of your data from one place. Basically, the idea is that you take all of the information from those different sources 
and you funnel them through one tool where you can manage the data, you can apply transformations, you can say, actually, I don't want to send this type of data, so if it does come through, stop it here. And then you funnel that into your data warehouse and also into other tools. And I think this is where it can become really powerful. The data warehouse is really practical because it gives you a place to ask questions about how people are interacting with your product. You can say, I need to know how people interacted with something in a marketing context and how they transitioned into a, a user context and, I don't know, graph out that, that relationship. Uh, but while that is really valuable, I think it becomes particularly valuable when you move that into tools that are really built to understand those flows and act on them. You can hook into other platforms like Intercom, for example, or one of my favorites, Customer.io. And from there, you can say, if someone did go from being an active user to being an inactive user, perhaps we want to wait a few days, then we want to send them an email to ask them what went wrong with the platform or why they haven't been around and gather feedback. That sort of thing is really valuable. And you can also use these platforms to submit more transactional style emails. So with the example I used earlier about the audio processing, you want to let someone know that's complete. You could do that from within your app's code, but then you might lose some of the styling and branding that all of your design and marketing team has been working on so hard. You may also want to use many of these tools and knowing that your data is going to be consistent across all of them because you've used a platform like Segment to do that is going to be really beneficial. You'll know that everyone is on the same page about what data goes where, when, why. Yeah, I recommend using uh, Segment.com. There are others that I've looked into that I think look really interesting. One that I came across recently is called freshpaint.io. So it looks really neat. It looks quite friendly to non-technical users. So you won't need a developer to integrate the signals that you want to track. I think they actually let you use their tools to just point on a web page and say, I want to track when someone clicks this thing or clicks that thing or submits this form. So that's really neat. I find that the promise of that kind of tooling often falls short. I do believe they have a way for developers to integrate with code and properly submit exactly what's going on. So that's good. You can do both, as I understand it. Uh, the other two that I came across recently are Rudderstack and Jitsu. Jitsu looks a lot more immature. They don't have a lot of integrations. But they are really pushing that they are an open source solution. Rudderstack also seems to be open source, but isn't pushing it very hard. So I don't know. Sometimes when I see an open source product not pushing the fact that they're open source makes me wonder if they're rethinking their open source philosophy. That may not be the case. It looks pretty awesome. They have a lot of integrations and yeah, it looks pretty cool. Uh, so I personally would. Uh, gravitate towards segment or rudder stack at the moment. But I think one way or another, these are all tools worth exploring if you are not familiar with them. 
So that is all for this episode. Let me know what you thought. How do you unify your customer data? Do you use any of these tools? How do you use them for automation, communication, and understanding how people are interacting with your products? I would love to know. If you want to talk to me about it on the podcast, you can shoot me an email at rafael at ifmfcreative.ca. Make sure to like and subscribe on the YouTubes or subscribe in your podcast app of choice. And we all want to do some good in the world. So go out and build something good, friends. See ya.